Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I am here to bring you the latest and greatest in all things Devils news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget you can subscribe to Locked on Devils on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Okay, so we have a lot to talk about today because the Devils beat the Bruins in overtime and tonight they play the New York Islanders. Um, So another big team that's very good, um, they play tonight. So, hopefully we can keep this momentum rolling from the Bruins game into this Islanders game. Um, So, first and foremost, I want to wish you guys all a Happy New Year. I hope you guys had a fantastic, healthy, safe celebration of the New Year. And I hope that this year brings nothing but happiness and joy for you guys. I hope that for the Devils, it brings a new leaf, you know? I really hope that they can turn this season around and maybe not make a playoff push, but, you know, be better than they were. And I think that they're already on the right track to doing that. So let's get into the podcast. So something I wanted to mention um, is it looks like Jack Hughes is not going to be available for the game today. Um... According to Amanda Stein on Twitter, he left the ice before morning skate was over, um, and he wasn't taking line rushes. He was doing practice drills, but he wasn't taking the line rushes. Uh, so, you know, that's not great, (laughs) um, especially with how, you know, impactful he's been in the lineup. It's really gonna hurt us. Um, it's really going to hurt us not having him in the lineup. So that's really not a positive thing to come out of this Boston game. Um, I'm assuming it's one of the hits that he took later, the third that is keeping him out of the lineup. I don't know for sure. I'm just speculating. Um, so I don't know. He was also the last player on the ice this morning, um, Amanda Stein posted a lineup for the uh, game tonight, and he's not in it. Um, I don't know if she said that she's going to talk to interim head coach Naz, and if she gets more of an update before I finish this podcast, I will let you guys know. If she gets an update later, I will definitely tweet it out on the Locked on Devils podcast um, Twitter, as well as my regular Twitter, JK underscore Kender. So that is not a good sign, but regardless, there is a game to play tonight, so we have to keep going, Um, so that's what we're going to do. So let me read the lines to you guys for the New Jersey Devils. Brad, Heeshier, Palmieri, same first line. Coleman, Zajac, Gusev, same second line. Wood, Saka, Simmons, 
bit of a change. And Boakfast, Rooney, Hayden. So Rooney is back in the lineup because Hughes is out. The um the defensive pairings are Green and Zuban, Severson and Vatanen, and Butcher and Mueller. In net tonight, it is Blackwood. He will be facing Varlamov. So, for the rest of this podcast, um, let's just talk out what we're going to do. We'll do a bit of a goalie comparison. We'll do some players to watch for the Islanders, like always. We'll do some keys uh, to the game. And then what we'll do after that is we'll talk about the Boston game. Because that Boston game was wild. Um, it was insane. And I'm so happy that they won. I really didn't think they were going to win. If you guys listened to my podcast um, that morning, uh, I definitely was like thinking that was going to be another Washington Capitals game where they just kind of, I think they lost like 6-2 to two or 6-3 to three that game. Um, so I was expecting it to be like that. Um, and it wasn't. So that's great. Um, they won in overtime. And I just can't get over that game. So I will definitely save time to talk about that. Okay, so let's get into this goaltending comparison. Right? Okay. So uh, Blackwood's facing uh, Samoyan. Samoyan? Sorry. Varlamov. Um and they have you know similar no they don't I was gonna say they have a similar record they really don't they just have the same close to the same amount of wins um I not much similarities between these two goalies for the stats I'll just read them to you so Mackenzie Blackwood's record is 13 10 and 5 his goals against average is 2.85 and his save percentage is 0. 0.907 uh, Varlamov's is 14-3-3, his goals against average is 2.43, and his save percentage is 0. .920, so his goals against average is a little lower, and his save percentage is a little higher. That's just, you know, how it is. You know, I, I would expect that, considering the Islanders are fourth in the league and the Devils are 30th. So, I'm not 100% like shocked is the word I'm looking for. Um, so, I'm not 100% shocked by the goaltending comparison here. Um, I think it will be, again, up to Mackenzie Blackwood to keep this team in the game because that's what he usually does he bails them out um but I don't know if it's going to be like a huge like goaltender versus goaltender game tonight um some statistics let's get into that um our power play is 30th in the league their penalty kill is 18th their power play is 13th in the league, and our penalty kill is 19th. So, it'll be more even than it was against Boston when it comes to special teams. That's all I got to say. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, 
Um, I think it'll be important for the devils to, um, you know, capitalize on their special teams opportunities, whether that be capitalizing on a power play or shutting the team, the Islanders, down on their penalty kill. I think that that's going to be very important tonight, um, especially because these uh, rankings are somewhat similar, um, somewhat comparable. I think that it'll be important for them to really take advantage of their special teams and not slack on their penalty kills. Okay, so now let's get into some players to watch. Um, yeah, so Nick Letty has had six points in the last five games, five of those points being assists, one of them being um, a goal. Casey Sezegas has had three goals. Um, Blake Coleman, for us, has had two goals, and Sammy Vatnin has had seven points and seven assists, so... Um, not, not huge difference there, um, in the last five games, like, point-wise. Um, our top guys are, you know, similar to their top guys when it comes to production points and stuff. Uh, so, uh, players, like, goal, um, leaders and stuff like that, let's get into that now. Um, because that is important. Um, Matt Barzell is leading the team in goals, assists, and points. Matt Barzell, hold on, I think he's like 22? Yep, he's 22. Wild. Um, he has 16 goals, 18 assists, totaling 34 points in just 38 games played. So... That's a lot. Um, Matt Barzell is definitely um, a player to watch tonight. He's very good. Uh, he's very talented and skilled with the puck. He's smaller and fast. And he's just somebody to definitely look out for. Um, as always, I read the New Jersey Devils leaders too. So, Kyle Palmieri leads the team in points and goals with 15 goals, 12 assists, and 27 points in 39 games played. Nikita Gusev leads the team in assists with 16 assists and 36 games played. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, they're definitely people to watch for us. Um... I mean, also Nico. Nico's somebody to watch for us. Um, Nico's been really on it lately, and I've been really uh, pleased by what Nico's been doing. Um, as far as production-wise, um, and him in general, on the ice, he makes a big difference. You can tell when he is out on the ice. Um he didn't do much in the Boston game, like, scoring-wise, but he did a lot, like, I don't know, puck movement and protecting the puck, and 
you know, just the necessary stuff that you need, he's been doing. So I'm very pleased about that. Um, very happy with what Nico's been doing. I think he's definitely a player to watch for us. Okay, before I get into this Boston game, um, I just want to talk about something a little personal. Um, so I've been really sick the past, like, two weeks. Uh, I had bronchitis and I have really bad asthma. So, of course, the bronchitis in my chest affected my asthma. I was on prednisone. Um, I was almost hospitalized for it. So that's why, one, the podcasts have been kind of inconsistent um, because I have better days than others. I wake up with no voice or I wake up with a voice and you never know what's going to happen. And two, um, I probably have been breathing heavier uh, and I'm trying to stay further away from the mic than I usually do so that it doesn't pick up on that. Um, But breathing's just been hard for me, so... If you hear my breathing more than usual, that's probably why. Um, And if I'm sniffling and stuff like that, you know, that's all why. Um, I do pause the podcast to, like, cough and blow my nose and all of that stuff and try to keep my sniffles out of it. However, it's not always that simple. And sometimes I subconsciously sniffle. Um, So just wanted to let you guys know what's going on so that you don't think that this is like a normal thing if you're new here um and so that you don't leave if you are like oh her podcasting has been getting worse and weirder (laughs) you know so um I just wanted to you know let you guys in on that okay Let's get into this Boston game now because, oh, I didn't talk about the keys to success. Okay, what we're going to do is we'll talk about the Boston game and then we'll go into keys to success for the game to just round this podcast out. Uh, Sound good to you guys? I know I'm asking you and you don't really have a choice because you're listening to this after I've recorded it. So, we're just going to go with it. Um, So... I want to start this Boston game off um, with the fact that the Devils had 44 shots on goal and the Bruins only had 30. I say only 30 is still a lot of shots on goal, but compared to 44, you know, I can say only because that's a significant difference. Um... So, the Devils really had a lot of shots on goal. They had 44. Like, I know I just said that, but that's still, like, you know, crazy. Um, so, they had 44 shots on goal. I keep saying it because 44 shots on goal is crazy. Um, but, anyway, they had 44 shots on goal. I need to stop saying it. But that just means that they had a lot of production, um, around the net. Not like production as in like scoring but like a lot of chances that's the right word a lot of chances around the net um and they were relentless around the net when they got there so that was very good to see because they needed to kind of be that team against the Bruins who are such a good team so let's talk about the goals of the game first So, 
Brad Marchand scored first on a power play goal. Um, Nordstrom scored in the second period. And then Blake Coleman came back and scored uh, four-ish minutes later. Um, And then Jesper Bratt scored to tie the game up. And then there was nothing in the in overtime. Um, and then we had the shootout. So in the shootout, Jack Hughes scored. Um, Chris Wagner also scored for the Bruins. And then Damon Severson in his 400th game, uh, 400th NHL game, scored the game-winning goal in the shootout. Now, before I get into this further... Just want to say that it has been official. Jack Hughes is out tonight versus the Islanders with an upper body injury. Uh, So I just wanted to keep you guys, uh, you know, up to date with that. And he is considered day to day. So back to this Bruins game. Um, They really uh, excelled in the third period. They had 22 shots against attempts <laughs> on 5-on-5 five five, um, versus just 14 for the Bruins. They had 8 scoring chances versus just 3 for Boston. Um, and they had 2 power plays um, and took no penalties in the third. So, all in all, they ended the third with a 19-5 to five shot advantage at all strengths. And the Bruins... Didn't get their first shot on net in the third until, like, 11 minutes in. So, let me read a quote from Coach Naz. Um, I got this quote from NJ.com. Quote, I thought it was textbook. We came in and we felt really good about our second period. We wanted to do the same thing going into the third. It's sometimes easier said than done because you know you're facing a pretty good team there. But I felt we carried the play for most of that period. Had our chances, hit the post, puck wouldn't go in, and eventually we made a big play, puck went in to tie it up. End quote. Um, yeah, I, you know, obviously agree with Coach Naz or else I wouldn't have read that quote. Um, but yeah, the Devils kind of did everything they needed to do and did everything right that needed to happen in order to tie the game up and push it to going into um the uh overtime I almost said the third period again no they this was the third period that I'm talking about going into overtime so I think that they played a strong 60 minutes first period could have been better but they came out second period ready And they really took advantage of the third period and were able to better the Boston team. And, you know, that's all we can really ask for of them. I think that's huge and really uh, good on them for being able to do that. So really happy with their gameplay um, in the second and third period and pretty much overall, I have to say. Okay. So, I know that wasn't too much of an analysis of the game. I just wanted to quickly touch on it. Um, And now I want to get into the keys to tonight's game against the Islanders. Um, So, yeah. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Um, The Islanders are a very good, fast team. 
So the Devils need to come out with this momentum rolling from the past few games um, and kind of let it push them to start the game on time and start the game really ready to go and not let the Islanders dictate how the game's going to go, but let the Devils really dictate how the game's going to go. They need to take advantage of their special teams. I said it earlier in the podcast, but they need to shut down on penalty kills and take advantage of their power plays. Um, That's going to be crucial tonight because their statistics are so similar um, when it comes to rankings of the power play. Um, And then I think they need to play uh, strong defense against this Islanders team. Uh, the defense is really just crucial to to limiting this Islanders team um, as far as their goal scoring goes. So hopefully all of these things go right for the Devils. Hopefully they can come out with a win tonight. Um, it would be great if they could come out with a win in regulation against a Metro team. Um, I really would like that for the Devils. Um, Like, what a way to start the new decade, right? So let's hope for that. Um, And, you know, if if something happens, if the Devils don't win tonight, it's one game. It's not going to dictate how they're going to do for this entire rest of the season. So keep that in mind. I know it's a new year and it's easy to be like, oh, the Devils, you know, messed up already. But I think that it's it's more than that. I think it's time to look at them and realize that one game isn't going to make or break the entire season. They've already kind of dug themselves a hole. <laughs> and they're kind of, you know, turning it around for themselves, for the, for the fans. And, you know, I think that this is kind of the start of them finding their footing as this, this new team. Okay. That is about it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at JK underscore Kender, as well as locked on devils and go devils. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.